This podcast covers all things health, your body, your brain, and your well-being. Each week, we'll be joined by doctors, as well as the occasional guest, to talk about the health topics that mean the most to you. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. You can remember the complications of a myocardial infarction using the mnemonic Darth Vader. Often, it can be tricky to remember how soon post-MI these complications can happen, so I've included those as well. Starting things off, we have D for death. Of course, death can be an outcome of a myocardial infarction, but remember that it can happen due to complications too. A is to remind you of arrhythmias that can happen due to the change in substrate due to the ischemia and the necrosis, as well as the autonomic dysfunction that is often seen. Arrhythmias can happen any time post-MI, but are particularly frequent early on. 25% of patients who will have an arrhythmia will have them in the first 24 hours. Ventricular tachycardia and ventricular fibrillation cause the most deaths in the acute phase. R reminds us of rupture. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly. Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least, Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real life on the go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy, who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. Just 
that can occur in the ventricular wall, the ventricular septum, and in the papillary muscles. Rupture of the papillary muscle is the most common mechanical complication post-MI. These occur roughly three to five days post-MI. Next, we have T for tamponade, and a cardiac tamponade in the post-MI setting is frequently associated to a ventricular wall rupture. So the timing of a tamponade often coincides with a rupture, so three to five days post-infarction. H is for heart failure. Both acute and chronic forms are potential complications after a myocardial infarction. Acutely, if the heart cannot pump blood due to the infarct, then fluid will quickly build up in the lungs and lead to pulmonary edema. Of course, the same can happen in chronic heart failure, but this is generally over a longer period of time. V is for valvular disease. We touched on papillary muscle ruptures that can lead to acute mitral regurgitation, but you can also end up with ventricular septal defects due to septum ruptures. Our second A is for aneurysm, usually of the left ventricle. Up to 15% of patients post-MI will develop one. Some can develop very quickly within five days. D is for Dresler's syndrome, a type of pericarditis that happens two to three weeks after the infarct, believed to be due to an autoimmune reaction to the damaged tissue. It can, however, present several months after the infarction. Next, we have E for embolism. Usually, it's a left ventricular mural thrombus, meaning that it is on the wall of the left ventricle. This can lead to stroke and thrombi usually form within the first two weeks post-myocardial infarction. Finally, we have R for recurrence, because often these patients have other risk factors that initially contributed to the original MI, and so they may be at risk of another. Markers include diabetes, EGFR, and age. R also reminds you of the regurgitation that may be seen with the rupture of the papillary muscle. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.